This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, did you know that there are 10, like it's a list, 10 unhelpful thinking styles that sabotage your success. Well, if we identify them, well, then we can come up with a plan for them. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Hey, welcome aboard to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, not a trainer, just a person like you who's trying to lose weight. And I know I said last week I was kind of bummed because I was up a pound. I'm very happy to report that I am down not one, but two pounds, and I'm now weighing in at 225. My goal is 180, but as I record this, it's August 1st, and that's kind of cool. That means that in a month, I lost five pounds, which is kind of what I'm shooting for. Anything over a, a pound a week, I am happy with that. How have I been doing that? Literally, it's. I think the big one here is I'm counting my carbs a little more, which it turns out when you don't eat a ton of carbs, you I'm ending up eating less calories, but I'm also making sure to exercise, get plenty of sleep, and drink plenty of water. So not really a whole lot different than I normally do. And keep in mind, we'll probably talk about this in a future episode, that works for me. What works for me may not work for you. So keep that in mind. And uh, that's where I'm at. And I'm, you know, like I said, right now, I'm, I'm pretty happy about this. The things you have to realize, we're going to talk about this a lot today, is if you think about it, when you drive a car, what you're kind of doing is you're, you're spanning what's in front of you. And occasionally you look behind you, but primarily we're looking forward to see if there's anything that's coming our way that we should maybe avoid, whether that be a deer or whatever it is, we want to avoid things coming at us. And as I record this in August of 2020, I'm going to be moving to a new location. I'm moving from an apartment into a house. And the fun part is I have to move a family member who is not real crazy about moving. And that's going to be fun. And so there are there, there's drama in my future. And I say that because you have to realize that there's going to be stress coming in your life. And, and I'm trying to come up with a plan because if I know that's coming, how can I 
avoid it? Or how can I at least take steps to lessen it? And so a part of it is I like, well, you know what? Picking up everything you own and moving it into a truck is great exercise. And, but you also have to, you know, all the cleaning and things like that, it's going to be a, a different kind of exercise. So don't freak out if I can't get my 30 minutes of biking or walking in. I'm probably going to get a whole lot more. And so today I was listening. I wish I could remember what podcast, but this is a thing. There are 10 styles of unhelpful, some people call it unhealthy, thinking styles. And the problem is they kind of sabotage what you're doing. And so the first one is called a mental filter. And the idea here is you kind of filter in and out things into your brain. Some people call this tunnel vision, where you only tend to focus on part of something and you just ignore the rest. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that if you make a list of things that you're good at and then make a list of things you're bad at, chances are you're going to have a longer list of bad things because we ignore our accomplishments. We just get blind to them. It's not that they didn't happen, but a lot of times they're like, well, yeah, but that was easy or whatever. Well, guess what? That's an accomplishment. And so, for instance, you might only filter out all of the negatives of a particular situation. You ever done that? You look back at an X and and you're like, you know what? Maybe they weren't so bad. And then you see them at a grocery store or you bump into them and you're like, oh yeah, that's why that person is an X. Uh, you, you also, in some cases, only see the negatives and failure to recognize the positives. So, you know, your vision of reality is therefore based on your flawed perspective. And in some cases, again, that thought will lead to bad actions and things of that nature. So sometimes, you know, if we're really down on ourselves, we're, we're missing that we're actually, we've done some things. And likewise, we're not, I'm not St. Dave by any means. So that's one. Another one is jumping to conclusions. Boy, have you ever been bitten by this one? You're like, oh, that's it. I'm going to, and then you find out later, boy, was I wrong. But you make these, these quick assumptions about how things are and what they're going to be like in the future. So you have this, you know, predictive, suddenly you've got a crystal ball out, or you assume that you know what someone else is thinking that's always dangerous because I don't know about you. It turns out that other people don't think exactly like me. Yeah, me neither. It's amazing that they don't, but uh, you think they do because, well, you're you. Why wouldn't you think like you? You make so much sense. Yeah, they don't. It's weird. And these conclusions and assumptions, unfortunately, are not based on fact or evidence, but rather based on your feelings and your opinions. And as such, jumping to conclusions can often lead you astray down the wrong path. This is where one of my favorite lines from the book, uh, I believe this one is from uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and that is when it comes to communication, always try to understand before being understood. Here's another one, personalization. And this is where I think we're all guilty of this. You tend to blame yourself for your problems and for everything that goes wrong in your life, which on one hand can kind of be good. I think the other one's the opposite. When you don't blame your, like it's all everybody else's problem. It's the kid's fault that I'm fat. It's my job's fault that I'm fat. Mm, No, 
but on there there is this situation where you just blame yourself for everything you might uh continuously blame yourself for your misfortune and your bad luck and this will be true whether or not you're responsible or partly responsible for the problem of your misfortune in this case and taking responsibility for things it again it's admirable but it, you can go too far with this consistent weight loss is taking responsibility that's admirable but the problem is the opposite when you take it too far and you're just a walking ball of guilt and regret and that's not a great attitude so personalization is the third unhealthy way of thinking and then there's another one black and white thinking and i realize right now as i record this there's a lot of discussion about race and this has nothing to do with race we're talking about extreme thinking you are either seeing one thing is it's either it's got to be paleo or it's got to be 100 percent vegan it's got to do this it's got there's no in but there's no gray and it's called black or white thinking so for instance you either see it as good or bad right or wrong sad or happy you are either left or you are right and because of your extreme way of viewing things there's never a middle ground as such though you're unlikely to view things in an unbiased and neutral way one of the things i really think in this country in this case the u.s and partly the world especially with the cancer culture again understand before being understood and i think we're losing the ability to have a dialogue to actually go wait a minute you think what And instead of like, that's it, you're an idiot and you're canceled and your life is over. How about we go, wait, you think what? Okay, can you talk to me? Where did you get that information? Why do you think that? I would like to better understand you. And black and white thinking is, I told you I couldn't do it. I told you this this diet won't work. I told you that there's no in between. That all or nothing thinking is really, really can be detrimental and that's where you have those days where what i call a a three tire day now what is that that's where you make a bad choice look we're going to do that from time to time and so you have a flat tire on your car and instead of you know buckle down and let's make what we can for the rest of the day you get out and you stab your other three tires like all right bring on the ice cream and the this and that and everything else so uh keep that in mind black and white thinking Next up, catastrophizing. That's a fun word right there. Have you ever kind of tend to completely blow things out of proportion and make them out to be a lot worse than they should be? I know for me, anytime I ever take my car in to get repaired, and they're like, okay, we'll give you a call. Uh, anytime before 2, we'll give you a call. And it's 2.30, and you still haven't heard anything. You're like, oh, I knew the engine was blown. I'm going to have to buy a new car. And you're like, because it's lack of communication. That is kind of blowing things out of proportion. And the reality, of course, of the situation might be that it just, maybe they got busy. Who knows? It might be insignificant. It might be small. It might be nothing. But because you're in this habit of catastrophizing, you always tend to make your problems larger than life. And thereby, your problems become even more difficult to overcome because they're so huge. And I'll give you an example of this. When I was, uh, one of my backgrounds is music. And I played in bands for many, many years. And it used to drive me nuts because the lead singer would always 
end up making us going on about five minutes late. Like we're supposed to play from nine to midnight or something like that. And we would always go on at 9.05, 9.10. And I would get super stressed out because I'm like, oh my gosh, the bartender is going to get mad and the manager and blah, blah, blah. And it's unprofessional. Yada, yada, you know what? Nobody cared. No, I, I had to go back and go, okay, I'm freaking out over this. And uh, I remember I was at a bar and, and I saw the manager. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry we went on late tonight. He goes, oh, you guys went on late? Didn't even notice. Didn't even matter. So sometimes we start really freaking out over problems when eh, maybe they're not really problems yet. We're, we're again, catastrophizing. But we've got some more right after this. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training. If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. And now back to the show. Overgeneralization. So here you tend to reference your past in order to make assumptions about the present. So an example might be you take one instance from the past and use that as a predictor. If we could put air quotes up or a barometer or, you know, because I did this in the past and you say things like, well, he's always or she's always or everyone or I don't know people never or you never or I never and that's when you're overgeneralizing based on the past now I realize that if somebody has punched you in the face five times in the past you may not want to go up to them in the future and this is kind of a distant cousin to catastrophizing if you think about it catastrophizing blowing things up here you're looking at data and It's kind of not enabling you, it's disabling you because you're saying you can't change. You know, this has been this way in the past and it's never going to change. Well, no, you realize when you take the right step, whatever that is, I know I was really proud of myself. I went to uh, where where I go to buy groceries and things like that. A lot of times there's a Walmart there. And so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an American. I go to Walmart a lot. And I realize they're evil and blah, 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 but I'm broke at the moment. So (laughs) I'm moving, right? And in that parking lot is a Dairy Queen. 
And if you're new to the show, that's one of my arch nemesises and uh, nemesis. How do you say nemesis is is and uh, so I went there. Walmart was closed because of the whole pandemic. And I was like, oh, that's right. Dog on it. And there was a voice in my head that's like, yeah, but Dairy Queen isn't. And I was like, ah, cry. And nope, just drove right past. And it was just one of those things where you kind of, I don't know, like when you have a, a, a drain and you're seeing things almost go down the drain and those things that are right on the edge and somehow they're mm, not quite going. That's kind of how I felt like, Oh, I'm so close to going down the drain. And I was like, Nope, I'm just going to steer out of that. All I have to do is, you know, I just even look at it, things like that. So, you know, that's where you can say, well, I always, I've always done that in the past or I've, again, over generalization. He's always, she's a people never do this. I never do that. I can never do that. Well, when you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. I can never just drive by so-and-so. Well, congratulations. You've now predicted the future. We talked about having a crystal ball. Here's another one. Shooting and musting. That sounds weird. Musting. It sounds like you have a bottle. I'm going to go around and make this musty. But anyway, you, you tend to put unreasonable, key here, unreasonable demands and pressures on yourself or on other people uh, to do certain things. Uh, so you say things like, I must, I should, or they should, or you should, or he should, they should, everywhere a should, should. In these statements, they provide insight into the standards you tend to uphold and the things you expect of yourself and others. And these standards can, of course, at times be helpful. But however, other times when you're shooting or musting people, that can create unrealistic expectations that you and others are struggling to live up to. And that, again, is an unhealthy. It just leads you down the the doom and glooms. Right now, we're all trying to figure out how to operate in this time of a pandemic. And in some cases, the kids are home. And now we're talking about them going back to school. But how do I go back to work? And I should have done this. Meanwhile, I need to. I should have exercised more. I should have. I should. Well, Sometimes you got to step back and go, you know what? We've we've got a different, again, let's not uh, get tunnel vision. Let's look at the facts. I'm trying to do this, 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 and this. I can't do all of those things, but I can do this. What's the most important? So another one here, labeling. And this is where you tend to label yourself or other people in certain ways. So it's kind of like uh, overgeneralization, but now you're talking about people in a way or certain ways based on a behavior again in a very specific situation. So these labels are kind of made from your belief systems. And therefore, the more times you use the labels, the stronger your beliefs become. And that can be a good thing, right? When you label yourself as a champion, an athlete, and things like that. However, it's unhelpful when you tend to label things a certain way, despite the facts and evidence that are inconsistent with the labels you are making. And this, again, ties in many times to looking at the past and you label yourself as, oh, I'm just going to be a fat person the rest of my life. No, because you've already proven that you can lose weight. Sure, maybe you had a week where the scale went the wrong way, but you've proven that you can lose weight. It's just a matter of doing it more consistently. So, again, labels can work great for yourself when you're like, nope, I'm an athlete. But when you kind of ignore the positive, 
and just label yourself as, well, I've got bad genetics. No, that's not good. Here's another one. Uh, Magnification and minimization. And you kind of see where these are all fairly similar, but there are different, just different slants on some of these. And here you tend to magnify the positive attributes of another person, while at the same time, minimizing your own positive attributions. I just call this Facebook where everybody's life is perfect and your life is crap, you know, and that's just not the re again, you've got to get all the facts and you are essentially devaluing yourself. You bring yourself down while raising the stature of other people. And this is really on the edge of turning yourself into a victim. Why are they so successful? Why am I not? And you tend to explain away everything you have going for yourself, including your positive traits, your characteristics and achievements. And and you just think they don't matter. Well, because so-and-so is such and the, the, uh, when you compare yourself to others, it's just not comparison is the thief of joy. I believe Roosevelt said that. And so, and what makes it worse is you're magnifying the other person while minimizing your own attributes. So, you take that that little mind trick and then you just magnify and minimize and it's 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 like a house of mirrors in a way you know at a fun house or things like that then the other one is emotional reasoning we hear a lot about emotional thinking but emotional reasoning and here you tend to base your view of a particular situation in accordance with how you're feeling and this doesn't mean your feelings are wrong bad or things like that, but they are your feelings. And therefore your feelings dictate how you perceive a situation, despite evidence to the contrary as such, you know, you might choose to feel bad about something that is going to happen just because you're feeling miserable in the moment, like moving. (laughs) You are therefore using your current emotional state as a barometer that directs how you will view your life and your circumstances. I kind of see this as a woe is me. You know, you're just, oh, uh, I just, this, I'm stressed out. So, and and it just seems like nothing is working for me. So everything is caca, poo poo, and and life is horrible. So as we kind of start to summarize this, again, mental filtering is where you're not getting all the facts. And that seems to be kind of one of the, kind of running theme throughout all of these. And when you start to see yourself do that, when you start to feel yourself do that, you might want to ask yourself, in what specific situations do I use mental filtering? And how do I think at the time? Or or why do I think this way? Or why am I saying this to myself? Let me give you an example of one that I caught myself and I was like, wow, that's kind of messed up. And I was thinking about the fact that I'm moving from an apartment to a house. And there was a part of me that kind of felt like, well, now that I'm finally going to get back into a house, I can, I can be like one of the normal people. And I was like, wow, that's a weird thought. I'm basing, and if I'm normal, then I can be like everyone else. Again, here we go comparing yourself to other people. And you know, and why am I basing my happiness based on a a piece of wood that I'm going to be living in and concrete and things like that? You you shouldn't 
have your happiness be based on a situation based on uh, if only I could get this if if when I am able to do this no happiness is a choice there's actually a book named that and it's one of those things that again we think oh if I can just do this then I will do this no take the steps to do the right thing so again when you make the right choice for by eating the right things by doing the exercise and you are voting for the type of person you want to be you know that good meal is a vote like hey I vote Dave Jackson is thin as healthy and lives to be 95 but when you eat the wrong things when you sit on the couch and watch you know binge more TV instead of things like that you're you're voting to not do that I actually did that this week I've been doing that I found a uh, I, I subscribed to Apple Plus although I'm getting ready to cancel it I, it's kind of weird I know it's only five bucks but five bucks is five bucks and a friend of mine said hey you gotta watch the one about the astronauts before you do that and I think it's called One Small Step for Mankind or something like that and uh, it's a really good show and I really got into it so I told myself the only time I can watch that show is in the living room when I'm on a treadmill. I have it stacked it. I was like, okay, you want to do this? Then you got to do that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm down some weight this week. So realize these different things. And again, let's just, let's go over the list quickly here as we wrap up. So we've got mental filtering, right? Only seeing the bad things, jumping to conclusions. Remember, understand before being understood personalizing when you blame yourself for everything it's not all your fault having a little responsibility is great but don't just hate yourself for everything and and send yourself into a a swirling tornado of guilt uh black and white thinking Mm -mm. maybe there's some gray in there catastrophizing oh my gosh the world is falling all is over uh Overgeneralizing when you're like, well, you know, everyone is this, and everyone's no. Let's get some specifics. Let's get the facts. Uh, should and musting. Look, they should. There's a in many cases different cat, different situations, things like that. And you're thinking everyone is going to think like you, and they don't. Be nice if they did, but they don't. Labeling. Do not label yourself unless you want to label yourself as a champion because you got this. You know, and then magnification and minimization. That's where you compare yourself to others in situations. You magnify their success. You minimize yours. And that's just not, again, that's not factual. There are things you've done great. Emotional reasoning. That's where you let your emotions dictate the situation. And it's okay to feel down and out, but just realize that's not always, you know, things may not be as bad as you think because of your emotions. Now, if you need more help, with positive thinking, if you're looking for something that's going to give you a little positive reinforcement, a little accountability, then check out LogicalLosers.com. It's our private Facebook group where many times during the week you can reach out and say, I need some help with this, or we have a, a weigh-in on every Wednesday, thankful Thursdays, all sorts of fun things. Check it out, LogicalLosers.com. Because you can do this. You are capable of hard things. You are capable of hard choices. If you think about it again and go back to reality, you've done hard things in the past and you can do this as well. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, remember, you know, success and happiness are a choice. And don't choose failure when success is still an option. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Logical Weight Loss. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. This is Dave reminding you, live right, lose weight, live long. Live long.